my gosh, you guys. A lot has changed since we last recorded. It's been a while. I have been in and out of a slump because of everything that's going on. And I felt like it was my duty to you guys to drag my ass out of that slump and start being me again. So here we are. (laughs) And part of being me again uh, made me really take a look at the podcast, take a look at all of the things that I'm putting out. And I felt like the podcast name, Babes Building, was just not in alignment with everything that I wanted to give you guys. Because I feel like I am more than an entrepreneur. And a lot of you are more than entrepreneurs. And so I wanted to create a space for everyone. Being a mom is one of the biggest, most amazing things in my life. And I need to to start sharing more of that to, to remain authentic to myself. So I changed the podcast name again <laughs> to Today is Everything because we are all in different places in this world. We are all in different places in our lives. We all have different things going on. But the one thing that we have in common is that there's no promise of tomorrow. There is no guarantee on our businesses, on our lives. And so when we wake up in the morning, we need to realize that today is everything. Today is everything that we have. Because we don't have tomorrow. We don't have next week. All we have is today. And so today is everything. And that really resonated with me, especially in this time where everything's just kind of crazy, you guys. Like... The world is crazy right now and it has taken me a while to come to to my thoughts about things and my thoughts still change every day because the situation changes every day and it doesn't matter if you're spiritual, if you believe in a god, if you believe in multiple gods, if you just believe in spirits and the, the world and the universe, whatever that you think you believe whatever you believe in, whatever you feel like is going on. It was heavy, heavy, heavy on my heart that I had closed off my relationship to God most of my life. I have had that kind of very tumultuous, tumultuous? Oh my gosh, you guys, I should not try to use words that I obviously can't say. (laughs) Um, But it was very rugged. Um, I've questioned a lot of things in my life and I've blamed God for a lot of things. And so last night was really the first night that I sat in bed and was like, you know what? This is true to me. This is what I believe. And I just prayed I prayed and I asked for forgiveness and I begged for my family's health. I I literally started crying, you guys, because I had turned that part of me off for so long. But when I started praying, it was like a weight coming off of my chest, a physical weight coming off of my chest. 
So whatever you guys believe in, I want you to remember that it's important to share those beliefs and it's important to live by those beliefs. Now, am I saying that I'm going to be the perfect Christian from here on out? No, I can't. I can't. I'm flawed. God made me flawed. But I am going to work on my relationship with God. And I am going to take pride in having a relationship with God. So, thank you for taking the time to listen to that little bit of an opening. It was just something that I had to get off my chest. It also was a little bit of why I felt like it was just time to change the name and change the narrative of the podcast to more of of inclusive of everyone, of moms, of doctors, lawyers, nurses, everybody. I want everyone to feel included here. I want everybody's stories to be shared. And so that's just, it's just something that I, I felt like it was needed. You know, we're all boss babes. We're all babes. But I want us all to be together and I want us all to support each other and I want us all to have that connection outside of being entrepreneurs. I want us to have a connection as people. So that is why I yet again changed the name and I am absolutely in love with this name and I'm obsessed and in love with the direction in which this podcast is going to be going. So thank you for sticking through that little bit of my intro here of my description of why the name changed. So um, I'm really excited for this podcast episode. I feel like I say that all the time, but this podcast episode really kind of was the best thing that I could ask for when in terms of um, really encompassing the today is everything. So um, my guest today is Kelly Marie. She is a high school school psychologist She works with um, high school students and just making sure that their lives are on track and they're they're doing well with school and family life and everything like that. And she actually came into a group that I'm in that is a group of moms supporting each other during this quarantine. And she is not a mom yet, but she is very, she's been around children for a very long time. So she knows pretty much, you know, how the mom life is. And so she came into the group and was just telling us ways that we can talk to our kids about what's going on in the world without scaring them or without um, overwhelming ourselves and overwhelming them with knowledge. So I really asked her to be on the podcast because I was really connected to what she had said about um, talking to children because you guys know I have four kids and this has been probably the hardest thing for them just with all the changes going on with schools and um, being home all the time and doing at-home distance learning. And so I really wanted her on the podcast because what she had said resonated with me so much that I knew it would resonate with all of you guys as well who are moms or who um, maybe work in daycares or anything like that and just need to explain to children what's going on in a way that's not going to terrify them. So thank you, Kelly Marie, for coming on. I will tag her in my Instagram posts. You can connect with me on Instagram at Jessica Heslink, and I will tag Kelly. And she is more than welcome to 
she is more than welcome you are more than welcome to reach out to her and ask her any questions and just connect with her because she is seriously an amazing woman you guys so make sure you follow her on instagram and ask her any of your follow-up questions to the episode um but let's jump in i'm really excited for you guys to hear this Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is my first podcast ever. I'm so excited to have you. So for people who don't know who you are, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. So for starters, I'm a 27-year-old who lives in Blaine, Minnesota, and I'm actually a school psychologist. I'm in my second year, and I work in a high school in Cottage Grove, Minnesota, And I'm really excited to be on here to talk to you guys about um, how to talk to all ages of kiddos um, from elementary all the way up to high school. Yeah, so I imagine this, like, change of everything has been so hard on you. Um, Yeah, I mean, I can't really say it's hard. I've been really fortunate because I, first of all, am able to still work. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, transitioning distance learning is... A little challenging, but um, we're getting through it day by day. Um, I give props to teachers for sure because they have their whole world like just kind of flipped upside down trying mm-hmm. to figure all that out. Um, so I give them props, and actually, I've been um, trying just to find the positives in it, and I've been able to enjoy walks during my lunch break, so it's been really nice. Yeah, and yeah, I can't really complain. Oh, and this weather that we've been having is like amazing. I know. We've been super fortunate this March, for sure. Oh, in April now. Yeah. Uh, My dad lives in North Dakota. His wife posted a picture today. They had, like, two feet of snow. Oh, that doesn't come our way because (laughs) we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. Oh, no. So that is what's on its way. So hopefully it dies off before it gets here then. (laughs) Let's hope for that. Um, So how have you found ways to talk to your students about it? what's going on in the world so for me i guess and i'm again i work with high schoolers so it might be different when you're talking elementary age um children but for me the biggest thing is just to make sure that you are really just acknowledging that they're not alone and letting them know that um often they can feel very isolated as you would expect um and so just knowing letting them know that they're not alone in this we're all in it together and it is temporary i think that's a really big thing to focus on is just that this is just a temporary thing and we'll be back together sometime soon just unfortunately we aren't we aren't sure when yeah absolutely because i know like proms have been canceled graduations have been canceled so i feel like the younger generation like even though we like to talk about oh wow we can't go to work but they're missing out on childhood stuff that was kind of like essential for us to go into adulthood yeah yeah i definitely feel for them i know it's really hard for the seniors especially because of that reason mm-hmm. thankfully the school that i'm at we haven't canceled any of that stuff yet so okay. um, in hopes that it would still be able to happen you know still happen whether it's um, postponed a little later or whatnot but i know that many schools have canceled that and i think the biggest thing is just again to acknowledge um their fears mm-hmm. and to give them empathy and just say like hey i know this is really tough but 
this is kind of in a way like preparing you for your future too. Um, a lot of the times when I'm talking to these students, they, I'm trying to make like a positive outlook on it, obviously. And yeah. so the biggest thing is to like, just remind them that this is actually prepping them for future because for example, students who are going to be going to college, this is a great opportunity to get them to kind of have the same structure that they would when they're in college. So for example, you're not going to have a schedule you know, of eight hours a day, you're going to have to time in it, manage your time properly so that you can do your classes, get your stuff done, and then you can, you know, have your socials, your social life after that. Yeah. Yeah. So bringing that balance in. Yes, definitely. And so this is a great opportunity for actually adults to model to their children a variety of different things, such as problem solving skills, um, how to be flexible. That is one of the biggest things with the students that I work with, um, mm-hmm. especially, um, students that are on the autism spectrum that can be very difficult for them and um happy autism day by the way yes autism thank you. awareness day. yes yep. yes um and so i that's one of the biggest things for them right is changes in routine so just really role modeling that it's okay to have that flexibility and to kind of just learn how to cope with that and then yep. this is also a really great opportunity for adults to model compassion so helping students of any age really elementary middle school and high school to show compassion to others and to give back yeah so i know we've talked a little bit about high schoolers but i know you have some advice too for for parents of younger kids and talking about kind of what's going on can you kind of share that yes most definitely um so for younger kiddos i think the biggest thing is just to make sure that you're sharing simple but factual information um, making sure that you're really limiting uh, like social media and um, primarily the, the news, right? So the news, if even no matter what age you are, if you're a child or adult, a lot of news um, can be overwhelming and extremely detrimental to mm-hmm. our mental health. And yeah. so just making sure that you really limit that, maybe when they're not even around. Um, we obviously don't want to hide things from kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be honest with them but it's okay to acknowledge a little bit of concern but obviously without panic yeah so um one thing that i think is really simple to share with elementary age or younger kiddos is just something like this you could say you know how some people get sick with a cold or the flu well sometimes they get a sore throat a cough or a fever and this is just like that most people who get this type of germ stay home for um stay home to rest and then they get better some people may need to go to the doctor, but their nurse and doctor are there to help them feel better. And so that's just one simple way that you can kind of phrase it for the younger children mm-hmm. and then just reassure them that they're safe and that they don't need to worry yep. because so many adults are out there working to keep them safe, right? Yes, yes. Yes. I think the biggest thing is that kids and adults are more distressed when we feel helpless and passive and we feel much more comfortable when we are taking action. So really just letting them know that they have a role in keeping people safe by making sure that they're doing those preventative measures by washing their hands, catching their cough. And this is a really cool one because if they have siblings, they can actually make that a game. So seeing who can catch um, their cough in their elbow versus their hand, and they could like add up points for every time they do it versus doing it in their hands. So that's a fun way for kids too. Yeah. I love that. And then, um, because you talked about this in another group I was in. I loved the Ghostbusters analogy that you used. Yeah, definitely. It's a little old school now, but if yeah. you do talk to your kids, you know, Ghostbusters. 
years, then you can compare that to being a germ buster. And so really what that is is just we're out to catch those germs, right? So those are just really those preventative measures, um, practicing social distancing, washing your hands for at least 20 seconds, by singing the happy birthday song or ABCs, and then catching that cough as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if you follow Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, on Instagram, but it was so cute. He posted a video today with his daughter, and he was washing her hands to the um, to his rap in Moana, and it was oh so cute. Oh, my gosh. His little girl is so cute, and I'm like, it's so funny, like, how we can find different things to relate to our kids. Like you said, Ghostbusters, but you could really attribute that to anything. Like if they like Paw Patrol or if they, you know, if they like anything, you can turn that into, okay, well now you're going to be the superhero and your job is to help eliminate germs. Mm -hmm. And so I loved that analogy. Um, And then like figuring out different songs that you can sing. So maybe you don't want to sing the happy birthday song all the time, but just finding another song to keep them entertained. Cause I have four kids and man, keeping kids entertained and like on, on point is like rough. So I love that, that we have different, you know, we have all the tools to make Mm -hmm. this easy for them. I think it's just kind of putting those tools into situations that work for our kids yes exactly i'll have to check that video it sounds really cute oh my gosh Um, i just love him he's like my top male crush ever and tyler like knows it and tyler doesn't look anything like him so he's always like well are you sure you like me then and i'm like honey i love you it's just dwayne johnson no one can compete with jane dwayne johnson so right he's just like mine's Bradley cooper i mean i'm sorry but you don't look like him but you know right i mean like that's why they're superstars they're way out of our league we're never gonna be with them but we can still have these crushes exactly exactly so um do you have any other tips or anything for for kids or adults or anybody to to kind of ease this transition um you know into having a more healthy life a more satisfying life or even like helping with schoolwork any tips for that yeah definitely so um I think the biggest thing first of all since since my specialty is high schoolers you know in this moment um the biggest thing that I'm hearing from parents is that their their high schoolers are just feeling really, really isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they can do the virtual hangouts, a lot of them are choosing not to, which is pretty scary because then they're even isolating themselves even more. Yeah. Um, so the biggest thing, I think, is just making sure that you get them outside, you know, even if it's just with family, and just making sure that they're having that time where their brain's working out in a way, right? So that they're not just sitting on social media all the time or they're not just laying around. I think exercise is is medicine for mental health that a lot of people don't think of. Mm -hmm. And so, or is often missed. Um, And so uh, that's my biggest thing is definitely getting outside, um, going for walks. If you have a basketball hoop, do that kind of stuff. Um, And then also the biggest thing too is making sure that they still have some kind of feeling of control because that is going to make them feel a lot more comfortable in this situation. So giving them options. Okay. Mm-hmm. So especially for elementary or younger age kiddos too, like if you are like, for example, wanting to schedule, uh, make a schedule with them, which I highly recommend because that is great for any age. Um, but maybe having them have a say in it for the younger kids, 
having them choose, okay, would you rather do like reading before an activity or would you rather um, have quiet time and then go outside or something, right? So give them choices so they have a say in it. And then also that's a really great opportunity to encourage and teach independence. So more of those older kids, you can really set that schedule at first so that you know it's getting done and then eventually fade away. Mm-hmm. And they might need prompts, you know, as you fade away, but make sure that you give them the opportunity to eventually get into that routine themselves yeah. so that they are creating that independence. Because, again, when they're outside of high school, they're not going to have that. They're going to have to do it on their own. So this is a great opportunity for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so other things, too, I guess, is just to just make sure that the students, especially high school age students, are learning to prioritize. It's really a, 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 an essential skill here for time management and future college success um, making sure that they have more independent learning and research and so one thing that they can ask themselves is what sparks my curiosity and then whatever that answer is go search it right mm-hmm. um, and read about it find a book that interests you or find a way to incorporate art or music into your day as well um, and then I guess for high schoolers as well just making sure that they are continuing to just you know prepare for college if that's in their future or whatever they want to do outside after high school so this is a great time for them to be researching the colleges that they want to go to or if they don't even know colleges to start looking at interest inventories online and seeing what areas of careers they would like to get into yeah and i love like there is so much free education online right now that i can't even keep up with it like i'm always oh that sounds cool that sounds cool like Stanford, Yale, everybody's putting out these free courses. And I think that's so awesome for for kids who might have been depending on these last couple months of their senior year to finalize what they actually wanted to do in their life. Because now okay. they have that opportunity to actually take the time and be like, hey, this interests me. I'm going to come and do a little bit of this and see if that's something that I could see myself doing in the future. So I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of pluses to these changes because when, I feel like when kids are at school, they're so focused on the basics, you know, math, social studies, all this stuff. And even when there's those like electives, those are still like chosen by the school pretty much. So this gives kids an opportunity to do like a different type of learning where they're still learning, but they're learning stuff that they're interested in. Yes, totally. So, I think exactly. that that's, that's awesome. exactly what I was getting at. Yep. Um, that just makes me think, too, of two different things. First of all, you're talking about how you can't keep up with like, the free courses out there. It's so true. I even signed up for this course, I think, through, like, Yale or something mm-hmm. of um, how to have a happier life. Not that I need it because I'm pretty oh, happy. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. That's, yeah. like, their top-selling course. It is for free and so I signed up for it but it's like I'm so busy with other things I've only done the first few videos and then that's kind of like dropped off the edge so you know it is hard to keep up with but it's just going going to show that there's so much available out there which is really neat yeah um like the second and last thing I think I just want to bring up real quick um is that I did um I was aware of this resource that was brought to my attention today called let's see talk about real things it's a live stream and it's designed for 13 to 17 year olds mm-hmm. and i just want to mention this because i think it's really beneficial for students who or kids who um are feeling pretty isolated or stressed out or having some anxiety with all this situation yeah um live stream on every um 
um, weekday at 6.30 Eastern time, it says. And basically, it's a chance for 13 to 17-year-olds to come along and just listen. It's kind of like a YouTube stream where it looks like it's a TV show. And you basically just um, hear other teens talk about healthy ways coping with stress, um, feeling the support of a community. And then they can hear from other teens about positive strategies for managing stress, isolation, anxiety, boredom, social challenges, and a lot more, too. So this is a really good thing. The thing that makes me kind of like, not angry, but a little bit irritated is that all of this stuff that we're doing now, we could have been doing before, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about it. I've been thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) I'm like, like, everybody faces isolation. Everybody faces anxiety. And it's like, if we would have just come together as a nation before like this catastrophic event and cared about people who are already in those situations, like we would have already been so much stronger as a nation. And it's sad that it took a pandemic to, to give these resources to people. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. I think about that like every day. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that should have been a thing a long time ago. And I know like people have more time on their hands now to devote to this, but it's still mm-hmm. a little, like, irritating that it took a pandemic to bring us closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how the world is going to be after this. Oh, I know. To I told Tyler, I was like, there is no normal now. Like, like, I don't think we're going to all come out of this the same way that we went in. Like, I don't, I don't see how that could, there is a normal now, you know? Yeah. Hopefully it'll be for good reasons, you know, like oh, absolutely. be more preventative in their measures still, mm-hmm. I guess, and yeah. have that sense of community a little more. So Yeah. And yeah, people it'll who be like interesting. people who like maybe have never had real anxiety issues or had like depression or have felt isolated, maybe that will be the wake up call that damn this is a real thing. And this is something that people deal with on a daily basis and it's time to take it seriously. Cause I feel like mental illness is such a, it's, it's a silent disease. It's a invisible disease. And so people don't take it seriously. And I feel mm-hmm. like now maybe this will wake some people up to the fact that we do have these issues that need to be dealt with. Yeah. That is so funny that you mentioned that because I literally was just having that same thought to myself during lunch. Like I don't, I don't feel isolated anyways because I'm still connecting with colleagues and mm-hmm. I don't live alone thankfully. Yeah. Um, and I still have so many other ways to reach out to people and I'm on, I'm contacting people every single day, but mm-hmm. just the fact that I'm alone while Mitch is working today and, and you know, every day still, and I'm just home on my computer the whole time. I'm like, wow, like I don't struggle with mental health thankfully right now or never really have but I know so many people have and I couldn't imagine like this has even opened my eyes and I'm not struggling with it so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's hopefully it'll be for the good though yeah and hopefully it'll open people's eyes like parents eyes up and be like oh wow these teachers really deal with a lot of shit during the day like (laughs) maybe we should give them a raise because they do not get paid quite as much as they should so hopefully we can bring out a lot of good from this yes I'm sure we will maybe some people will want to stay homeschooling too like oh damn I really missed my calling maybe or they might gonna be like super excited to get them back into the school right um my son Lincoln he is on the autism spectrum and um I know he is one that really struggles with the schedule Mm -hmm. And so we have created a schedule 
but it's hard for him to understand why he, why because he's at home why does he have to do schoolwork because he's at home why can't he just play video games or watch tv and so that's been my biggest struggle with him um because he has more of like the asperger's leaning to so he gets very obsessive about things and needs things a certain way and so that's been our biggest challenge with him but i think because he has siblings who are also home with him that that's helped a lot too but yeah. I, yeah, I can't imagine these parents who are, are having to, you know, be with their special needs children all the time. And my heart goes out to them that, like, this is a big wake-up call for some parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, that he was struggling with that. So that makes me wonder, too, what age did you say he was? He is um, five. He'll be six in May. Okay. Okay, because this might um, be a little too advanced for him, but one thing that I, w- I was going to mention when you were talking about that is how you could maybe, um, like, actually help explain social distancing in a way where you pull out, like, the curve and talk about the reason why we have to, you know, be at school at mm-hmm. home yeah. so that we're not so basic. Because sometimes it's really hard for kids to say, like, well, to think, well, why do I have to stay home if I'm not sick? Yeah. And I think yep. it's just explaining, well, just because you're not feeling sick doesn't mean you're not exposed or, yep. you know, we don't want to give it to anyone else. And I, I think it's hard for people, some kids, to understand that unless they see that curve, too. And then, like, as you explain it with some visuals. And there's also a lot of really amazing social stories out there, too. And um, if anyone on here listening is interested, like, I can send you some social stories for... We have some for elementary age kids, age kids all the way up to high schoolers and even um, students who have a job who can't go to work. It helps explain that, too, and mm-hmm. um, their concerns with that. And so, yeah, I'm happy to share those as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just has frustration with us over not being able to play video games all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's hard, for sure. He's like, well, I'm not outside. I'm not out, but I'm at home, so I should play video games. I'm like, no, that's yeah. not how this works, Lincoln, at all. And yeah. Ava's seven, so we have Lincoln, who's five, going to be six, and Ava just turned seven, so... We had them sit down and watch, like, this kid's YouTube video that kind of explained what's going on. And they did put it into terms of, you know, you might not feel sick, but there's people out there that if they got sick, they would get really, really sick. And so I, I feel like that helped them a lot because Ava is has a heart of gold. And so her, like, she's going to be one of those people who's always taking care of other people. And so for her, that kind of put that into perspective of, okay, this is my job to help make sure people who can't get sick don't get sick. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, she is definitely, she's a lover, a lover of people. So She seems like a sweetheart. (laughs) She, oh my gosh, she is. And she's doing so well with this. She loves school. And so as long as we keep her, like, doing schoolwork and, like, doing art and stuff like that she's happy as can be so she's thriving besides not being miss chatterbox at school the social the social (laughs) butterfly that she is she's doing well so yeah well i'm glad to hear that it's it's interesting like you'll have those kids that really will struggle with it but then others are gonna thrive Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. no she's definitely one of those that like she's bored because she wants to be around people and she thrives off of like i said just helping people and being around people but, mm-hmm. like, she loves doing all the art. She loves working on her homework and not being interrupted because she is someone that gets 
her attention is very hard in the classroom because if somebody else is doing something like she needs to pay attention to that so for her to just have her own area to sit down and do her homework she's like thriving so Mm -hmm. good Um, that's awesome glad to hear that yeah is there anything else that you wanted to add I don't think so. I guess just thanks everyone for your time and thanks for your time, Jess. This was amazing being yeah. out here and being able to share a little bit about what I do every day. If you guys have any questions for Kelly on anything, um, she would be happy to answer those or give you resources. She is amazing. So <laughs> thanks so much, Jess. I appreciate yes, it. thank you. Thanks for hopping on with me today. You are so welcome. Thank you. Have a good night, okay? Yes, you too. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Today is Everything podcast. I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes and to bring you the most amazing guests possible. If you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram at Jessica Hessling. Or if you're looking for Kelly Marie, I will tag her in the show notes as well as in my Instagram post announcing this episode. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and remember, today is everything.